Well, what's up, party people? It's your boy, Samir, your brother, your homie. <laughs> anyway, so, <clears throat> yeah, this one has come up for me. Um, <clears throat> I'm going to be talking about veganism. Ain't that a fun topic? <laughs> and I'm going to be focusing on the issues that most people come up with. Now, I mean, the arguments against veganism is what I'm going to be talking about. And I'm also going to be talking about why those things, the cause of those things, and how we make the mistake of connecting the cause and effect to the wrong thing, right? So, for example, a lot of people who are teetering on the fence or defend eating meat and uh, oppose uh, going vegan is they say that they know a lot of people who went vegan and went back because of health issues. And I understand that. And actually, that sometimes actually does happen to people who go vegan. But cause and effect is different here. <clears throat> See, to a normal person who doesn't understand the mechanics of emotions and their effects on our biology could make the mistake of thinking, well, that means I should go back to eating meat. Now, I'm just going to use the word placebo here just to throw it on the table. It's probably the only time I'm going to say it in this entire podcast, just to get you guys an idea of the phenomenon that does happen in the world called the placebo, where the power of belief actually affects our biology. Now this comes to one of the truths about our existence, which is really cool. It's one of the truths about our soul. One of the truths about our soul is that our soul condition governs the functioning of our body and determines its health and agreeability and support in actions that we take in any direction. Right? So, but it's the soul condition and the soul attributes that do that. And that includes beliefs. Now, beliefs are actually feelings. They don't live in the brain or the mind. They are feelings that exist inside of ourselves that manipulate and influence the functioning of our body. So, if we have a strong belief and feeling that meat is going to be good for us and that not having it will be bad for us, we have an emotional attachment to eating meat. Which means if we stop eating meat, the feelings that come up are, oh my God, this is bad. I need to eat it and it's why I'm feeling bad. Therefore, it makes it true. But the only thing making it true is the feeling. Now something about feelings, a truth about feelings is when felt, <laughs> they are released. So why do we want to hold on to negative feelings when they don't have to be true is something that we want to ask ourselves. Now it could be as simple as we just don't want to change. And that's the case for most people when it comes from to eating meat and to going vegan. 
Now again, everyone has free will, and Lord knows, man, everyone can make the whatever decision they like. And it's not up to vegans to shame meat eaters or meat eaters to shame vegans. Like, that's not the game I'm playing here. The game I'm playing here is just to uh, convey a truth that once experimented with will wield results. And that is working through our emotional attachment to meat. If we ever hit problems with veganism, the more we are emotionally bought into the truth that veganism is more loving, because that is one of the truths, then our body will, will follow suit. Now, another thing to keep in mind is that going vegan is a way of purifying the food that we eat. Now, something about meat that's interesting is that it actually helps us avoid feelings. It has a grounding effect with quotation marks, but it's actually like a numbing. So the more lighter foods that we eat, like vegetables and fruits, nuts and seeds and lentils and stuff, the 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 less heavy we feel which means we become more emotionally sensitive so what can happen is things can start coming up that have been suppressed for a very long time that can cause negative effects in the body if ignored suppressed or denied so when we suppress or deny any feeling whether it has to do with veganism or anything in life it will because of math cause dysfunction and illness and disease in the body on some level, the more suppressed and denied, the deeper the illness and the disease. If it's just suppressed at the surface and there's just a few feelings that you need to feel to get there, then it won't show up as gnarly of a, of a thing inside of ourselves. So keep in mind that it's not the veganism that is making people go sick. And I can guarantee that, but that doesn't change anything for you unless you experience the truth of it too. And that is such a worthwhile thing to really contemplate. It means we're supported in our loving decisions. God wants us to know and to feel the benefits of aligning our hearts with our actions and to do things for the right reasons. If you are going vegan, for vanity reasons, for any other reason but for love, you will find issues doing it. But this is one of the interesting things about emotions. So what determines well first off, one of the you know the the oppositions to going vegan is that we have the gut back, we don't have the gut back, like we have gut bacteria that, well anyways, actually let me, let me, I'll start, let me, no, I'm not going to, I'm not going to start with that. So <clears throat> epigenetics. So first off, we have a genetic expression that supports just being vegan. Now, how do you get those genes to turn on and the other genes to turn off? And if you don't know about genes, genes uh, are actually like switches. That is a, a new science, and, and they turn on and off according to our environment, our immediate environment and our you know, secondary environment. Now, the great thing that we found through that science, measurable results, is that emotions and feelings are the thing that affect 
our epigenetics, our genes, the most severely, it has the highest influence. So even suppressed emotions that we are unaware exist also are having an effect on our genetic expression. And it's our genes that determine the health in our cellular reproduction. So if we're, our cells are reproducing less healthy and less healthy as we age, that is an emotional result and not natural to our lives. Ooh, I had no idea the conversation was going to go in this direction. So therefore, with that being true, when we correct all of our suppressed emotions, all of our unloving emotions, start to feel everything that we have denied, blamed, and judged to get away from, and then adopt the truth about love, how love would feel about those same subjects that we were judging, blaming, angry about, sad about, grieved about, when we put love there instead and get the education of love, which is also a choice that we have to make, it makes logical sense and is true that our genetic expression can become perfect. Meaning, we don't have to age in the way that we see and feel and believe to be so normal in society right now. There is a way to stay cellularly young for a very, very long time. Longer than people do live today. Now that's going to be an experiment that may take a long time to prove, but that doesn't mean that we have to wait for someone else to do it first to experience the benefits of actually going through the process of getting an education and love. It is just one of many of the reasons and benefits and value in getting our education and love and allowing ourselves to go through that process. And that process does look like feeling emotions that we do not want to feel, that we may be very afraid of feeling, that we have been taught not to feel, that we're desperately scared of getting away from and scared to feel. But it is these unloving emotions that are stored inside of us that are preventing us from experiencing love the way it was designed to be experienced and not what we believe it to be. It is a way to experience, heal all illnesses and diseases in our body, but it does involve being humble to the education and love. Now, one of the things that so there's two languages to God, right? There's, there's feelings where he can communicate to us with feelings directly or indirectly through the energies of the universe that he put in the world. I always suggest doing the direct way because <laughs> it's the most profound. Or math. Now math is a way to find new truths about the universe as well as new truths about God and his her nature and his nature is love so any new truth that you we find through math is actually a new truth about love as well
And something about math that's amazing is when you find a new equation, a new formula, you can rely on that formula to always find you the answer that the formula was meant to create. Now, if you just describe how that, like you can describe that, you can put uh, uh, adjectives attached to that. that. That makes that formula reliable. That makes that formula consistent. Now, can you say it makes it sustainable? Well, a bunch of formulas that support a single trajectory that does create sustainability. Now, God's interested in things that create sustenance or sustainability. Now, the math involved with meat eating does not add up to sustainable. So therefore, it's one of the ways that God is indirectly, somewhat directly, trying to educate us. If we're not open to experiencing His truth directly, we can experience it through the discovery of math. Now the math attached to eating meat does not add up. If the whole world continues to eat meat at the rate that it does, we are fucked. <laughs> not to mention, if you see animals being slaughtered, what you feel inside of your body is another sign of the education and love and what is loving and what love would do. Things have to add up. And when we take action on the things that add up, we are supported in that. And we get feedback from that. And we get to grow more. We get to experience more love and joy in our lives. And that is one of the most beautiful truths in existence. <clears throat> Random facts. 59 billion animals are slaughtered every year for our consumption. That is an insane number. And yes, I am flabbergasted. That, that number does not affect more people's hearts. And that's okay. It's okay because I am learning to honor everyone's decisions. And I love to love. I'm learning to love to love. And all you dudes and you dudettes are my homies, my friends, and my sisters and my brothers. And I want to feel on the same team. And I want everyone to make the decision on their own. Not because they were shamed into it. Not because they were forced into it. Judged into it. But because their heart shifted and they wanted to make that decision. Now I hope that you would experiment with doing some research. And allowing yourself to be affected by what you find about the atrocities, atrocities of meat-eating and the beauty and the sustainability of plant-based diets and the health that is attached to it. And that today is what I'm talking about. I am done talking. <laughs> Anyways, I appreciate anyone who is listening. Again, always feel free to engage. I love engaging. I love sharing truth. It is one of my favorite things to do. It is very life-giving. And it's what this world needs. And it just happens to be something I enjoy. Anyways, good luck to everyone on their journey. I wish more truth, happiness, and love in all of your guys' lives.
Peace.